and it was so sweet. And um, so I was asking him, you know, just enjoying it and asked him what it was about. And then um, later on when Todd was telling me that it was the anniversary of his dad going to be with Jesus, and then um, the Lord was showing me that it was, um, he was humming this love song. Um, Have you ever heard that phrase, let my life be like a love song? So I kind of felt like with Lonnie Jr. and Dale and with Todd's dad that Jesus was just humming this, the love song of their lives. And he was just like, this is my favorite song. And, and um, so that's just a gift to you guys that he's just so, um, he just, it's such a gift, their lives, and that it just continues on and Jesus hums this sweet song. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So um, while Todd and I were on sabbatical, I just spent a lot of time just really being quiet before the Lord, trying to just silence my thoughts and just really seeking Him and and just quieting lots of noise. And, and you know, because we have a lot of our to-do lists and we get really busy doing, and so it was really good to just sit and be and... And so I would ask Jesus, what do you want to do today? And and who do you want me to talk to? What do you want me to notice? And um, so it was really just really sweet. And so I've tried to kind of continue doing that after the sabbatical too. And um, so the other day I was at the gym and our gym was, uh, I just joined the gym. So I'm not really quite in shape yet, but <laughs> yay. Um, our gym was kind of hosting a um, local marathon, and so there was all these booths set up, and um, they're giving away free stuff, and I love free stuff, so I was visiting all the, you guys like free stuff? <laughs> I was just visiting the different stations, and um, there was this one guy, young kid, giving away energy drinks, and so he was just selling it and just real just sweet, sweet kid. And I, I just started giving him encouraging words and saying, you could totally be the spokesperson for that energy drink. You just, you know, have the just great smile and you're just such a sweet kid. And he started tearing up and just getting, you know, just, he said, wow, you really connect, connected with me. And he said, you're really human. (laughs) And I thought, oh, my gosh, what have you been encountering? Lots of aliens lately, (laughs) you know? And um, I thought, I'm really human, okay? And he said, no, really, I just moved here out of state, and I haven't really encountered people that are real or that will connect with me because everyone's on their phone just always doing this and will never make eye contact with me. And, um, and I've done that too, probably before the sabbatical, I'm always busy, like, okay, got to go to Walmart, got to go do this, do this and do that. But God's like, stop, slow down, talk to people, look them in the eyes, you know, pay attention. And it was just, it was so precious. And he started sharing his life and his struggles, his real personal struggles with stuff he's going through. And his dreams, he has a cute little business card, and he dresses up like Superman, and just totally sweet, cute kid. And um, 
He said, actually, I was just thinking, if I don't connect with someone soon, like human, <laughs> real, then I'm going to move back. I was like, oh, wow, that's so cool. So we just talked for a long time. And um, I read this quote about being human I thought was so good, being real. It says, I think Jesus came to earth, born into humanity, born fully human, and went on to fully embrace his humanity to show us that doing so will not lead us into sin, but just the opposite. It is what will liberate us to truly love. It is what will lead us into a vibrant life of love. For, for we are all human, and in our humanity we are made in the image of God, and God is love. It is our core image. It is actually who we are. I've come to realize I can be honest to myself. I can embrace my true self fully. I can embrace my humanity completely, because that is what Jesus did when he walked the earth. That is why he was able to love and to live as he did. That is why, though he was fully human, by fully embracing his humanity, he also exemplified a divine way of living. So I'm fully human, and so are you. That's good news. For in the embrace of our humanity, it is there that at its very core, we also discover our divinity. It is there at its very core, we also discover our divinity. And it is there that we can truly embrace the reality that we are one with God. And it is there that we can be set free. I thought that was really good. Yeah, that's good. So I just thought, you know, Jesus, he doesn't like, I just started exploring like who Jesus was. And he didn't go around like just boasting about, you know, his beliefs and theology. He just like really genuinely loved interacting and connecting with people no matter where they were from all walks of life and so I'm just more and more just exploring that and did that during the sabbatical and just really loving that and um and I uh, wanted to read Mark 10 one of my favorite stories of Bartimaeus real quick Mark 10 46 um Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho when Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy. But Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart. Get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to Jesus, My teacher, let me see again. So Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. And immediately he regained his sight and followed him on his way. And I think, you know, there's so many things I love about that, but one thing that I just, I really love is just how, you know, probably people just passed him by over and over again, but Jesus, like, it's like, oh, I see your heart need, like, he recognized, what do you need, and he stops and connects with him, and 
Mary, you know, everyone loves the story of Mary of Bethany, how here she like pours out this fragrant offering and anoints Jesus with it. And, you know, the disciples were like, how can you do that? That is such a waste. Like you could have given that to the poor. And Jesus is like, no, oh my goodness. <laughs> he connects with her heart motivation. He connects with her and says, that is not a waste. That is an offering to me. So I just, I love more and more how Jesus is just, just recognizing how Jesus connects with us and how he connected with people in the Bible. And um, it's all about heart connection. You know, how he took the time to really stop and like, oh, the disciples thought, what are you doing? That's, you're pouring out all that, that money. And Jesus, Jesus looks past that. And he's like, no, that he's, she's like pouring out devotion to me. And so, I don't know. I just get really touched by those sweet, those sweet heart connections. And so I just, I pray more and more that Jesus would just, um, show us that in day-to-day life because I feel like he really, um, he really recognizes vulnerability too. Like as Mary was, you know, vulnerable. Can you imagine in a room full of men? That was like a huge no-no, but Jesus, he, he stops and connects with us in those vulnerable places. And he meets us with, with feeling and with emotion and not with, you know, oh, why did you do that? You again, you know, but he meets us like in that deepest place that we need to be met. So, yeah, I'm going to just talk about a few things tonight that are going to be totally random. So just totally bear with me if you don't mind. And I'm just going to see what else God wants to do tonight. Um, It's probably not going to be one of those messages that you're going to say, oh, she talked about this, this, and that, and point A, B, and C. Um, I just want to share from my heart and the things that God's been talking to me about. So heart connection. And um, I'm just going to pray that over you right now. So you can go ahead and close your eyes if you want. Oh, thank you, Lord. I just pray right now, Jesus, that you would um, invite us all into a deeper connection with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for meeting us at a heart level. Thank you, God. And I just pray if there's any walls or anything in the way that's preventing us from connecting with you at a heart level, that you would show us what that is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And that you would give us courage, courage to look you in the eye and to come closer with you, closer to you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I just ask God that you would continue to do it throughout the night. Yeah, amen. And I put this picture up here. I forgot to tell you. Um, just because I didn't have a slideshow and I liked it. So 
you can totally encounter God in it. And um, I like to look at pictures and kind of go there. So you can go there if you like. <laughs> um, so yeah, the title of my message, by the way, is called, um, if that has a title, would be Love, Listening, and Letting Go. So that's something else um, that God has been or was talking to me about a little before the sabbatical enduring. It was the art of listening. So to be really honest, um, our kids, we, my son's here tonight. Yay. <laughs> oh, probably some of you have never met him because he always works Saturday nights. But um, we had a real honest talk before sabbatical and, uh, they were, you know, real honest. We had some some hard talks about, you know, it's just time for mom and dad to kind of take a break and just really connect with them more. And so I really wanted to just learn how to listen better. And I thought I was always a good listener, but I really started to seek God about, you know, what does that mean to really listen well? And um, I got this scripture in Psalm 45, verse 10, another one of my favorites. Listen, O daughter, consider and incline your ear. Forget your people in your father's house. The king will greatly desire your beauty. And I love how Jesus says, listen, consider, and incline your ear. And how, you know, he doesn't just stop with listen. But why did he feel the need to say consider? Listen, consider, and incline your ear. Like, I really, really want you to get this. Don't just listen, but get this deep on the inside. You know, let it go past your head knowledge and really believe on the inside. Like, I greatly desire you. Don't just say, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I hear you. But, like, listen, consider this. Like, get it. Get it here in your spirit. Incline your ear. So I'm like, okay, Lord, I really want to press my head into your chest. Like, press my ear closer, not just just take in words like, oh, just another nice thought. So how, how do we do that? And, um, and with people, too. So, um, you know, honoring each other in relationships, like really listening. How do we really listen? And I, like I said, I thought I was, but I so was not. And I'm still sometimes really, I'm still totally growing in this, but listening without, um, needing to fix or to solve or to have an answer because we really want to have answers for people or needing to, um, you know, say, okay, listening without trying to figure out what, what the other person's saying is right or wrong, or if you agree with them or not. Listening without analyzing their words or, or trying to correct what they're saying while you're listening. Like, am I doing that, God? Am I, am I really listening to what they're saying? You know, listening um, without, um, while they're talking, formulating my response in my head, which I was so guilty of. Like, oh, I'm going to say this while they're, you know, while they're talking. So I'm not even really engaging my heart. And um, so I'm really dissecting listening even more because people say, would say I was a good listener, but 
I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I don't, I want this to go deep. I really want to value people at a deeper level. Cause I just, I just really want to grow and, um, value people and what they say and not, not let it be about, um, you know, trying to pick apart what they're saying. So this is just, this is for all of us. This is my journey, but I just want to challenge all of us too. Is that okay? Is that good? Um, yeah, I know. It's it's like, oh gosh, I really want to engage more. I was um, leading a Bible study recently. Someone asked me to lead, and this gal was there who... Um, was Buddhist and she was sharing, you know, her, she's like, I really want to share what I believe now. And I really felt like, okay, you know, I really felt like to give her the floor where before I would be like, no, <laughs> honestly, I'm like, no, I'm leaving this. But I really felt like she in that moment just really needed to share what she believed to feel valued without me feeling like I needed to, um, convert her or correct her and say, oh, no, you know, that's not true. <laughs> like, I totally gave her the floor during the Bible study. And and afterwards, she's like, oh, you're not going to try to, like, tell me I'm wrong because <laughs> you're a Christian. And that was so huge. And we just continued and just talked about the love of God. And, and that was that. I feel like maybe God touched her, but I don't really know. But I'm just kind of... You know, there's things changing inside where before I would have felt like I can't let her go away without really, you know, knowing that she, <laughs> you know, got converted or something. I don't know, maybe in the earlier days, but it's just different. And um, so I feel like, you know, there's times where we're listening and people really are inviting input and guidance in their lives. And then there's just times where people just really want to share their hearts and their lives with us. And, um, and it's all good, right? Yeah. So, um, I just really, uh, I just appreciate, um, it means a lot to me when people from different walks of life share their, their heart with me. And, um, it means, it means a whole lot. So, um, the more time I spend with, um, with girls that have been through um, some really horrible things and they decide that they want to share their past with me. And it's, it's, you know, it's really difficult things to hear. And, and I just, I love how Jesus is like, you know, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to be shocked by what you tell me. He was never shocked or he didn't expect them to filter what they were saying, whether they were you know, cussing or whether, I mean, I don't know, people cussed, but, you know, he's, he's not shocked by it. And more and more, I just, I I want to, um, just not expect people to feel like they have to filter what they've been through, you know, because, um, they think I can't take it and more, and I feel like, um, you know, I'm, people are sharing those kinds of things with me and that, I just want them to feel safe and that it's about them and not really about, it's not really so much about me. So anyway, that's that. Listening, listening more. Um, Yeah, thank you, Jesus. So, yeah, thank you, Lord. Um, 
but I'm going to be really random. And I just want to, um, during worship, um, the young gal in the third row, <laughs> I'm just going to go away from my notes for a while. Um, what's your name? Mm-hmm. Brittany. Yeah. Um, when Todd was singing, um, Do You Know the Way You Move Me? I was like really getting really teary. And um, I kept looking at you, and I just really felt the Lord's heart for you, and that you really, really move his heart in a way that you're not really even aware of, that um, your life is just so precious to him, and that you really, really um, <laughs> catch his eye. And so I just feel like he just really wants to highlight you right now, and and um, just such a precious girl. And I just pray that um, you would even more just really know your worth in him, and that he would just begin to just open up um, the truth to you of how he sees you and and that scripture and Song of Solomon, Brittany, that you're so beautiful and there's no flaw in you. And I just uh, feel like you're going to hear that more and more and really believe it on the inside that um, he doesn't see flaws in you. He sees perfection and beauty. So, yeah, I just bless you, that sweetheart. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. It's good in here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We just ask that you would just increase your presence and that we would really just connect with you deeper. Thank you, God, for the angelic activity in here that we can have total access to at any time. Thank you, Lord. You're so in all of this. You're so in the teaching. You're so in helping us grow. You're in the worship. You're in all of it. You're in the little things, <laughs> in the practical stuff. Yeah, increase, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and just trying to decide what's like not necessary. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being the best teacher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just want to share another thing that God's been teaching me is uh, just kind of the silence to it's okay to, <laughs> to not have words that um, love just so speaks volumes, right? That um, <laughs> it's like the only language that we don't need speech, but it's just louder than any other. And um, I got this cool scripture from the mirror translation uh, it's First John 1. You guys like the mirror translation? Me too. Um, it says, we include you in this conversation. You are the immediate audience of the logic of God. This is the word that always was. We saw him incarnate and witnessed his language as defining our lives. In the incarnation, Jesus includes mankind in the eternal friendship of the Father and the Son. 
this life now finds expression in an unreserved union. Yeah. So um, just, you know, as I used to work with special needs kids and teenagers, and we would have to communicate without using language because the kids, the high school kids were nonverbal. So I feel like I had a lot of years of just developing communication without um, using words. And uh, the two that I cared for for a long time, we just, I would like read their eyes or the way they would hold my hand. And they, they went to be with Jesus. But we had just this really special love that was just, it was so deep. And we never, you know, they never spoke a word to me. But they were my babies, you know, they were my children. And um, so I'm just asking Jesus more and more, like, what is it in just that one glance, in that one look from you where words aren't necessary? You know, where... Um, where my heart needs to comprehend something that my mind is, you know, my mind's getting in the way. So um, I just, I'm praying that for each of us, that where sometimes words just aren't necessary, that Jesus would communicate to us in a way that um, that our minds can't fully, you know, our minds are, can't comprehend, that his words would just um, be in his gaze, in one glance. So I'm going to I'm going to pray that over us right now. So everybody you can just go ahead and close your eyes. Thank you, Lord. As you're teaching me with this more and more, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just show us God what happens in our spirits when you surpass um language. Thank you, Lord. Show us, God, that place of of rest on the inside where you quiet the noise. Thank you, Jesus. And I just ask, Lord, that we would see your gaze, your eyes, and that in that gaze that we would, um, that you would speak to us right now without words that your gaze would speak more than a thousand words. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just come closer, God. Amen. This quick little prayer is God can do a lot in just that little moment, right? Yeah. I just, I think that, um, you know, why Paul talks about just that, that clinging symbol in Corinthians, because a lot of times that noise, when, when you don't have that internal, the rest and the peace on the inside, everything around you is just louder and more chaotic. And more and more, God's just calling us to that place of just being still and quiet and just coming back to that place of rest on the inside. And um, after the sabbatical, kind of got back into some busyness, but I feel like we can always just come back to that that place of, of just rest and being. And i um, actually going to ask, I think I'm going to have, well, 
thinking about having Todd and Sierra come up. Maybe we'll do that at the end. And they're going to pray. They're going to sing over us at the end, I think. Does that sound good? Yeah, they're going to sing over us at the end, and we're going to kind of let some more of that stuff go. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, so... I'm all over the place, but it's all good. <laughs> um, the other thing that, um, the part about letting go, I just want to talk about real quick is, um, it was getting really warm, <laughs> is um, letting go. And so as Todd and I, um, you know, just really sought the Lord about the rain conference and just feeling like it's really just time to let go. The Lord really just it took some humility, but just we just began to sense like when there was roadblocks and when there was um, just boulders in the way. So I just felt like to encourage you if um, what the difference between those are. And so I felt like roadblocks were kind of like, you know, when you move toward a dream and there's like, obstacles and difficulties and you're gonna get those sometimes it's, everything's not going to always be easy so you're gonna encounter those but there's going to be grace and strength to get through that and um, <laughs> so roadblocks are one thing but then sometimes you might encounter a boulder and boulders are not yours to move like Jesus what he did on the cross was to move those boulders for you those are like Big. So that's kind of the picture God gave me that those, those aren't yours to carry. Those aren't yours to move. So um, I'm just praying wisdom over us when we're um, moving towards a dream or different things that God's called us to that we would sense when there's roadblocks and when there's boulders. So when, you know, like with the rain conferences, a learning curve for us. And we know it's going to happen because it was God's vision, but we sensed kind of like, oh, you know what? we're walking up a hill and we feel like we're in the same place and there's like no, um, there's like no oasis in sight. So this kind of encountering a boulder. So it is, it's a good lesson. And, um, this is just another part. I just want to stop and pray for, for you guys too. So another time to just receive. Thank you, Lord. I just want to pray over you right now, that as you encounter your dreams, that there is a time and a season for everything. Thank you, Lord. A time and a season for everything, that you would really know your Kairos moments, the supreme moments, the opportune moments. Yeah, that you would recognize um, when the fruit is... um, right when it's ready to be picked and that you would recognize when you're facing a boulder or a roadblock right now thank you jesus yeah and would you show each of us right now lord um whatever it is we're facing whether it's a job or a dream what stage we're in are we in the dreaming stage or are we in the refining stage or the developing stage Or is this the time to move forward? Thank you, God. And I ask, God, that you would give us wisdom right now, Lord, and clarity. 
and understanding Jesus. Yeah, thank you, God. And that you would give us courage to put on the brakes for now if that's what you're telling us to do. Thank you, God. Jesus, show us what things in our life aren't bearing fruit anymore and are actually depleting the life out of the rest of the tree when it's time to let go. Yeah, thanks, God. Yeah. And I just bless your dreams. Thank you. I bless you with provision and clarity and everything that you need. You're not lacking anything in Jesus' name. Yeah, freedom. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Is that good? Is that helpful? Okay. I always feel like whatever, you know, we encounter or things, it's not all for nothing. It's like, let's use this and help other people grow. So, it's good. Um, so, as tonight, as I kind of feel like I'm all over the place, <laughs> um, which I kind of am, but it's all good. And so, part of that for me is letting go of my need to control. <laughs> so, just to be really honest, um, that's that's kind of what God's been doing with me lately. I just, I feel like I can go skydiving, I can go to Israel in the middle of a war, <laughs> like, that's so not scary to me, but when I'm put in a situation where I don't feel totally prepared, or like, I don't know what's going to happen, fear kind of starts to rise up, and uh, that's scary for me, so part of tonight, too, just like, the Lord giving me bits and pieces and not like a clear message is scary, but I feel like God is challenging me and probably some of you more to just let go and that it's really good to plan and prepare and some people actually need to grow in that, but it's okay to make mistakes and to just um, let him take the lead a little bit more. So I just pray that too. I pray God... For those of us that feel like we really need to um, take the reins, you know, Brent was saying earlier, he doesn't have the wheel. Do you, Karina, do you have the wheel? And I'm like, no, I don't have the wheel. <laughs> no, I wish I did, but <laughs> I, I don't have the wheel. I don't feel like I do. Um, I release the wheel, Jesus. And for those of you that feel that way too, I just release freedom over you right now. And I just, I pray, um, Jesus, would you show us where that comes from? You know, like, can I really trust you? Are you really going to show up for me, Jesus? Because it gets really tiring and exhausting to feel like you have to have all your ducks in a row. Like, we could let go. So, Jesus, just show us the truth that you are the best leader. And we can let go more and more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are the best leader. You have the best in mind for us, and we just get to follow you, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call a few people up in a minute, and we're going to see what else we get for you tonight. Um, yeah. 
That's good. I felt also earlier when I was praying, Stephen De Silva, were you guys here for that last week? It was so good. Oh my gosh. Um, if you weren't here, I'm sure, is there a recording or something? Oh, it's not up. Eventually it'll be up. Yeah, it was good. But he, he was saying something on Friday night about asking, he felt like there were some that, that didn't really trust themselves. And I felt earlier when I was praying that maybe there was some who um, who had trusted their heart and their their heart led them down a path that didn't lead them. It wasn't a very good path. And so now they don't trust their heart to be a really good compass for themselves. And so um, I'm not going to ask anyone to raise their hands or anything, but I think we'll just all pray together. And, and um, I just feel like the Lord just really wants you to forgive yourself, that it's time if you're ready to forgive yourself. Um, because those mistakes are really God's totally using it all. You know, it's so, so not a mistake either. Like God just using it all and it's time to really, it's really holding you back. Um, it's really causing you to not move forward. So, um, yeah, I'm just, and I feel like he was also just saying that your heart is good and that, that because of those, um, you know, just feeling like your heart wasn't a good compass for you, that you felt like your heart, you can't trust your heart. And the Lord really wants you to know that your heart is good and that it's really the wellspring of life on the inside. Your heart is good. Um, So I'm just going to pray for you. Um, Nobody needs to raise their hand or anything. Let's just all pray together. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I just pray, God, that you would um, show us Jesus, what you think of our hearts right now. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, where we felt that our heart was um, bad. Just show us what you think, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we could trust the Spirit of God inside of us. Yeah. And if we've been making any decisions based on um, just only what our head is telling us, which can be good sometimes, um, just ask that you would show us and that we would be led by our spirits. Thank you, God. Yeah, sometimes logic can be our worst enemy um, because God... We could talk ourselves out of taking risks and really living um, a life full of passion and being moved and and um, letting our heart really be moved. So God, if, if our heart is locked up right now in a prison cell because we unknowingly put it there, Jesus, I ask right now that you would show us and that you would, um, if it feels safe, that you would just come. We would have courage to let you just come closer, even if we're not um, feeling safe enough to let you open the door, that you would just come closer and and just show us what you think of our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. And I just pray that we could live wholehearted. I just I pray that your mind and your heart would be in communion 
that they would commune, that they would be in sync with Jesus right now. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Amen. And I just pray that when you go home tonight and as you sleep, that that would go deeper.